The Bulls have another test today against the Washington Wizards, a team that's sit one game above them in the standings. And we're going to see if the new look Bulls with the Pat Bev effect is going to be able to show their heads again, or we're going to default back to the old bipolar Bulls. We're going to talk about all that plus the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes. You can also follow the show at Bulls Central. And let's go ahead and get into it. So the Bulls face off against the Washington Wizards today. The Wizards come into this game as the 18th ranked offense, the 15th ranked defense, and they average um, and they're 12th in uh, rebounds per game. Now, why does that matter? It's because those are the type of matchups that really affect the Bulls. And the Bulls are going to have to come in with that same focused defensive effort that they had against the Brooklyn Nets and try to beat a team that, you know, has a pretty balanced tech. They have three players averaging over 20 points per game. Christoph Przingis will be out in this game, though, which drops one of their 20-point-per-game scores. The Bulls will also be without Goran Dragic and Javante Green, who will not be playing for the Bulls tonight. But the Bulls, as they showed in last game, have more than enough talent on the team. We are still a very deep roster, um, especially with the acquisition of Pat Bev, moving Io and, and, and Patrick Williams to the bench, and how they just performed in their first game off the bench after, after being removed as starters this time. We'll see if that can keep up for this Bulls team. Can they keep up the efficient shooting? The Bulls shooting over 50% from the field on 25 assists, on 50 main baskets in the last game, and only having nine turnovers total in the game. That's going to be key for the Chicago Bulls to find success tonight against the Washington Wizards. To limit the turnovers, spread the ball around. You now have two uh, players in, in Alice Caruso and Pat Bev out there on the court that are both communicators, and that really helps the team not only on the defensive side, but also on the offensive side. You have two unselfish players that will take the open shot, but aren't necessarily looking for their own Shots Now, Billy Donovan had this to say as far as the communication um, in the game, and he said this. A lot of times when you're, when you're starting games, Io uh, and Pat have been terrific defensively as well. Al Alex and Pat's, uh, Pat Beverly, that is, uh, experience their verbal communication and dialogue helps the group. There are a lot of there's a lot of good talk. They're solving problems, figuring things out, and the more communication there is, the better it is. And communication is one of the biggest parts of why this team looks so much different. In the last game, I've talked about for a while how Lonzo Ball and the way that he communicates on the defensive side of the ball really helps the other players when not having, you know, them not having the best uh, basketball IQ really be better defenders overall and know what the, off the opposing offense is trying to do on that defensive side of the ball. And so this team just needs to keep that up. That's what it comes down to. The team has to rebound well, limit the turnovers, play efficiently on offense and defense, and the Bulls can play with anybody when they do those things and take care of business in that way. That's the biggest thing that this team needs to do tonight. Shoot the ball well, right? Take the smart shots. Pass up good shots for great shots when you can. Uh, push the pace as well. The pace of this of the last game against the Brooklyn Nets was how the Chicago Bulls team needs to play. And putting Patrick Beverly in that starting lineup does definitely help that as well. Pushing the place, pace, having a much better focus, right? Every every player understanding what they do. And again, in this game, especially with Chris Stops out, Daniel Gafford's going to be starting the things. We'll see what the Washington Wizards lineup ends up being. But being able to find Vooch on mismatches is going to be the thing that the Bulls need to do in a game like this. Vooch has to cook. And when Vooch does cook, we typically be a better team. Now, with the addition of passing in the in the starting lineup that we have now with that lineup change, they're going to be moving the ball a little around a little bit better. 
Can Zach Levine also match his 32-point performance on 17 shots? Can he play another efficient, high-scoring game? When Zach Levine is efficient and scores high, the sky's the limit for the Chicago Bulls team. DeMar DeRozan, only 17 points in that game, understanding how to pick his spots, not, not the ball not sticking with him as much as it has in the past. Again, more keys for the Chicago Bulls in this game against the Washington Wizards and things that we're going to be looking out for. Now, uh, as far as that starting lineup, Billy Donovan did have this to say. There may be games where uh, would Pat Patrick Williams be a better matchup um, uh, if he and Rudy, or just about Carl and Towns. When Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert are playing together, possibly. It's all, it all is what kind of schemes are you going to have built in around him. But I really feel comfortable with Alice guarding one through four. He's good in the post. He'll block out. If he doesn't get the ball, he can keep his man off the glass. And this goes back to what we need to see from Patrick Williams, right? This is really an indictment in Billy Donovan trying to explain to Patrick Williams, hey, if you did these things, you would be out there in the starting lineup. And until he does that consistently, Alex Caruso is probably going to be the better uh, uh, decision there to start at power forward. Now, again, there are absolutely going to be some matchups where I expect to see Patrick Williams in the lineup just because of the size of the other team. But I think at least in one game, and if this continues, what we saw from that Chicago Bulls team and and just the the change in energy, um, as long as that continues, we're going to see Alex Caruso be our starting power forward. Now, you know, I know that's going to cause some PTSD for some Bulls fans because, you know, small ball being a thing and, and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, if you're finding success in it and you're forcing, the one thing that Billy Donovan and the Bulls have not done very well is force teams to play to their matchups, right? Starting Alex Caruso and Patrick Beverly, we forced the Brooklyn Nets to have to pe- play to our matchup because we had the advantage in how we moved the ball. If the Bulls are going to have the advantage playing Alex Caruso at the power forward and starting him at that position, Billy Donovan is right to ride that hot hand, ride that matchup then, force other teams to play and adjust to you instead of us always being the team that has to adjust to what the other team is doing. Let's see if the Bulls keep that up tonight against the Washington Wizards. And one of the biggest questions that we're all going to be looking at coming into this game is how real is the Pat Bev effect, right? We got to see one game of it. And the one game that we saw of it gave us so much hope rightfully so, especially with a team that's just looked down on themselves with their energy for for large parts of the season. Seeing Patrick Beverly come into that game, be able to give what he gave and and just affect the crowd, affect the players, affect everything and and how he plays and he goes about the ball. It just, it was fun to watch. And it's been so long since it seemed like the Bulls players were having fun uh, playing basketball, much less the Bulls fans having fun watching them play basketball. And those are things that did come back so is the Pat Bev effect, effect real, right? Is it going to be something that we can consistently bet on? We're going to see tonight against the Washington Wizards in a game in which the Chicago Bulls could own that 10th spot outright if they if they take care of business tonight. And we'll see if the Bulls do take care of that business tonight. But let, next up, we're going to get into um, our mailbag. Before we do that, we got to hear from our sponsor, Or I'm sure most of you know anyone can find anything on the internet, including your full legal name and personal email, your home address, phone number, and even your relatives. For me, personally, I never took this kind of stuff seriously, that people can take my personal data and use it for their own financial gain. Well, in 2019, I got my identity stolen, including my social security number and credit card information, and it was a total nightmare getting it all sorted out. From recouping loans that were taken out in my name and shopping sprees on my credit card, there are some really bad people out there, and it's sad to say, but it's true. 
Do a Google search for your personal information or someone you know and see if a people search site shows up. The information is easily accessible because of data brokers who profit by selling your information to robocallers, telemarketers, spanners, and anyone else that wants to learn more about you. And so for me, protecting my and my family's personal data and information is at the utmost importance because of the terrible experience I had four years ago. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, Aura. Aura will identify data brokers that are exposing your information and automatically submit opt-out requests on your behalf. They will even opt out of junk mail and telemarketing lists. Aura also monitors your emails and passwords to see if they were involved in any data breach and exposed on the dark web. Aura's app also features VPN, password manager, real-time credit card and identity theft monitoring, internet parental controls, and protects your device from malware. Aura has almost every internet safety tool you'll ever need all inside one app, which is what makes it so amazing so that you don't have to use multiple platforms and sites to protect yourself. Let Aura do the hard work, keeping you safe online. And if you sign up right now, Aura will give you a two-week free trial with my link below. You'll be shocked at how much your private information Aura finds exposed over two weeks. I was shocked at how much my information Aura was able to find when I was using the app. Go to Aura.com slash CBC to start your free trial. Also linked in the description, or you can scan the QR code here. Now back to the video. All right. So we're jumping right into the mailbag now. Uh, this first voicemail we have, this one is from Mark. Oh, hey, Marvin. Uh, I've been missing in action for a couple of weeks, man. Just was trying to let this all-star break get through. But I had a couple of things just wanted to touch base with the fans on. And one of them was this. We'll play a good game last night. Uh, one game won't, it won't detail everything that we need to do, but it looked pretty good. But I did want to go over two of the teams that we're chasing which was Washington and Toronto. Well, Washington in the next five games, their schedule consists of the Bulls. They play on the road at the Bulls, at Atlanta, two games against Toronto, and then Milwaukee. While in turn, Toronto is playing today against Detroit. Hopefully that Detroit can win that one without a doubt. It. But the next five games after that would be Cleveland, Chicago, Washington, Washington, and Denver. And the Bulls' next five games are Detroit, I'm sorry. No, they're not. They are Washington, Toronto, Detroit, Phoenix, and uh, Indiana. Now, the reason I'm bringing that up is because this is a critical, critical stage with the Bulls trying to get back into this playoff hunt. If the Bulls can win three out of four, three out of five, or maybe four out of five of those games, the Bulls will be in good shape. Now, mind you, Washington is playing Toronto twice, so that has helped the Bulls because they play each other, and somebody's got to lose both of those games. So hopefully the Bulls can pull this out, guys. Listen, I'm still optimistic about this season. Uh, the addition of Patrick Beverly can bring it initially reaction that Lonzo Ball is back on the team. But let's let's get this game. Let's not get out of hand behind that. Let's see how we play against Washington. Uh, after that, like I say, we got a we got a game against uh, Toronto, which is another big game. Then we got Detroit, Phoenix, and Indiana. Now, the Detroit game, should we should be able to handle that. The Phoenix game is going to be tough. And then Indiana game, we kind of hold them. Behind that, we actually have Denver, Houston, Sacramento, and Minnesota, and Miami. It gets a little tougher. So let's go take them by fives, guys. Actually, let's take them one game at a time. So let's, give, let's take care of Washington and Toronto. Those are the two teams currently ahead of us. We pick up a game both on those. I think we do okay. Just getting back in the hunt. Be leaving voice messages. Been listening to all of the comments, guys. You guys are crazy. Hey, this season's not old, guys. Keep your head up. Hopefully we can get this done. Peace. 
All right. And Marvin always on point as as he does when he's here. Uh, you know, first of all, glad to have you back, Marvin. I understand you're taking a little bit of a break, especially with the All-Star break and just how stressful this team was. Now, Marvin's saying that one game doesn't change everything uh, that the Bulls need to do. And that's absolutely true. We need to see if this is going to be something sustained. I completely agree with that. But when Marvin goes on to talk about the series with the Washington Wizards and the Toronto Raptors, uh, the teams that the two teams that are above us in the standings, it definitely is important that the Bulls win these matchups against these teams if they want to try to claw their way back. Keep in mind, when you beat a team that is above you in the standings, it almost counts as a double game. Now, with the with the Washington Wizards and Toronto Raptors also facing each other, we could really see it's kind of not necessarily around Robin, but the way the thing that shakes out between these three teams, us, the Raptors, the Wizards may all be kind of told in how these matchup works out. If the Bulls can beat both the Toronto Raptors and the Washington Wizards in their remaining games against them, yes, it absolutely helps the Bulls crawl up those um, those standings. And overall, though, with the Chicago Bulls, as we know, this Bulls team has to be locked in. They have to take every single matchup extremely seriously. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. And if they don't do that, it doesn't matter who, what the matchups are. This Bulls team needs to come in. They've talked about it. Zach Levine has said it. Play every game like it's a game seven. And that's what the Bulls have to do for the remainder of the season. And we'll see what the energy level is like going into the playoffs if they're able to do it. But the Bulls have a, a tall test in front of them. They can, they have the, the margin for error is very small for the Chicago Bulls. Now they can increase that margin of error with wins over the Wizards and the Toronto Raptors and things like that and just getting more wins in a row in general. But as of right now, that margin of error is very slim for the Chicago Bulls, and they have to be locked in against these teams if they're serious about making a push for the playoff race. They have to do it. They have to be locked in and take care of business, and let's see if they can do it. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one is from Shay. What's up, guys? This is Shay. You know, after seeing your last night's game, and I mean, maybe it's too early to say, but I'm not surprised that Patrick Beverly is having this type of effect on the Chicago Bulls. You have to remember something. A team that nobody talks about was the Minnesota Timberwolves from last season. They were doing pretty bad. I mean, maybe not as bad as we were doing. Probably even worse. And remember, they became like the 10th seed or the 9th seed. I know they had to play two playing games before they were even, even considered for playoff contention. And you got to remember something. They made it, I think, to the second round or the first round and almost knocked out the Memphis Grizzlies when they took it to Game 7. And one common denominator they had on that was Patrick Beverly. And I think that he possibly could do that to the Chicago Bulls. Anyway, tell me what you think. Peace. And now Shay uh, saying he's not surprised about the effect Patrick Beverly has. The communication is such a big part of that, right? 
it's not just the fact that the Bulls added a point guard that isn't necessarily looking to shoot. He will make, the, he will take the open shots, but his first thing out there is not to shoot. That helps as well. But when you have a communicator out there, when you have a leader out there, when you have someone that really does bring an energy and level of focus to the game, it helps so much. And let's see if it continues, right? Um, the effect that the Bulls had on on the, I mean, that Pat Bev had on the Timberwolves that Shea mentioned there is real, right? He came in and really changed the energy of that team. He's a true leader. And this is a team that didn't really have that vocal leader voice. And Pat Bev is bringing that to this team. And he's doing it in a way that at least was impactful in his first game. Now, let's see, as this team continues to grow together, as the schemes maybe get a little bit more refined to this version of the team, as that as those things happen over the course of the remainder of the season, that Pat Bev effect could grow exponentially even more for the Chicago Bulls. Or we can, again, be, it could be a, a shot in the pan and something that, you know, a flash in the pan is the saying, if I can say it correctly. And it's not necessarily something that's sustainable. We'll start seeing that over this stretch. Like I said, but we got one more game this week tonight against the Washington Wizards or this afternoon against the Washington Wizards. We have four games next week. And how the Bulls perform over those four games over the course of seven days is going to be telling for how real this new look Chicago Bulls team is with their energy and effort. And if that does maintain, I tell you what, a lot of Bulls fans are going to be changing their, their uh, tune when it comes to the Chicago Bulls team. Now, as I've said, though, nothing changes what the work needs to happen in the offseason. But at least for the remainder of this season and trying to save and salvage this season, we'll see how that goes for the Chicago Bulls. All right, let's get into this next one. This one's from Michael Korn. Hey, Hayes, how you doing? Uh, the, uh, I'm thinking about Patrick Beverly after uh, the game. I think why uh, it's so easy to like Patrick Beverly being a Bulls fan is uh, he's part of the connective thread of great hustle and great effort going back to Norm Van Leer. Uh, MJ, uh, Noah, uh, he's like, he bring, I love the effort. Bulls yesterday contested, it looked, seemed like they contested every shot, uh, uh, not just on the perimeter, but also inside, you know, except like fourth quarter when they were way ahead, uh, uh, you know, Seth Curry, uh, I always liked him as a player, uh, he was lighting it up from three, but anyway, uh, awesome win by the Bulls. Can you believe uh, that one player uh, could create such a remarkable shift in the whole team's way of playing and attitude? We'll see if it's real. I think it is. Uh, go Patrick Beverly. Oh, geez, you know, I think I'll probably have to apologize to uh, for all the harsh words I said to AK and Emmy. Uh, uh, you know, Acme. Uh, on, on phone calls, uh, you know, got to give him some credit, man. Like the right player landed in their lap, and I love Drummond too, man. Anyway, uh, have a great weekend. Go, bull Michael Corn talks about why it's so easy to appreciate Pat Bev's effort, and I've said this so many times. Chicago Bulls fans, the ones that have been with this team for years, uh, understand that we enjoy scrappy teams. That's it. If you play scrappy, if you play with heart, if you play with determination. We, can, we will suffer through and excuse some stuff if you if you just play with heart. And so often, this team was missing heart. They were missing the effort. They were missing the energy. If that comes back and you have a player like Pat Bev whose energy is infectious, right, for the players, for the fans and, and the attendants, for hell, the announcers, and that dog mentality, right, the things that make Patrick Beverly special is simple. Effort, energy, dog mentality. When you do those things, man, it's it's easy to cause a shift, right? Especially for a team that was missing 
all of that thing, all of those things, right? And Pat, Patrick Beverly, at least in that first game and so far, just brought so much of what's been missing from this Bulls team over the course of the season, and we got that now. And seeing that, it it, it helped and it worked, and we'll see if it continues. I, I'm hopeful that it will. The Pat Bev effect could be a real thing for this team, and let's hope that it continues and this team continues to just play up to the level that we expect and want to see from our team. And if they do so, listen, it's going to be, like I said in the last voicemail, fun back half of the season for the Chicago Bulls. All right, let's get into this last voicemail. This one's from everyone's favorite drunk uncle, Ricky Carroll. What up, Hayes? It's Ricky Carroll. I just got some I'm going to ask some of you. You can ask some of your members to my uh, people who listen to you. Did you see how much respect the Bulls got for they won? They win? Did you see how much ESPN talked about the game? And if they said anything about the game, well, somebody tell me what they said because I don't watch it twice. I went to the bathroom once, and they didn't say a damn thing, and we was, we was up 50. It would have been the Bulls down 50. It would have been made a commercial out of Now we're listening tonight to uh, Van Gunny and Chris. Hey, I don't know. Is, is he mad because they took his job from him or something? But man, that brother, man, it's good to be a Christian because he's about too basic guy when it comes to uh, doing games. But anyway, as I was saying, the Bulls played their butt off, man. And you know what? I I think that kid, Taylor, who they just got, I think he's going to be something. He's going to come through for them. I really do. Tell me what you think, man. What do you now think about this? Well, you know, ESPN don't never give us no respect. That's why I never pay attention to what ESPN or the bleacher. And I can't think who came up with that dumbass idea. And even, why can it, how can it be so stupid? They probably said that the Bears are going to trade Justin Fields. You know who I said put that out? The Bears. Because anybody who got any sense ain't going to do nothing like that. And you got the first round pick in the draft this year. This coming up. But back to basketball. It was a great game. I think it won the exact best games, okay? Because you know what he did? He took over the game. By what I mean by that? He went to the basket. And he played on the second floor. And, and as soon as he realized that he played on the second floor and there's so many of them play on the first floor, he's going to have problems. But until then, he had to get it together, man. You know, I think he's a selfish ball player, but I'll be damned. I ain't trying to no like him. I just don't like to say the way he played and he played for himself. All right, to have that, bro. I had said something about this ESPN thing. I ain't even think they brought the Bulls up. Peace. Oh, yeah, let me say this. Billy didn't do so bad. He stopped some runs, but the Bulls were so hot that uh, he wasn't nothing that the Nets could do about it. Peace. All right, and Ricky Carroll talking about the national media. Listen, I said this early in the part last season and definitely in this offseason. I don't give a damn about the national media. Take ESPN. Take Fox Sports, take all of them, roll it up in a ball, throw it away. I don't care about the national media. I respect people who night in and night out cover this team, people who, you know, cover this team and, and put effort into this team that it, they will never see that same effort and energy come back out. The people like um, uh, Bull Central, Jamal over at Bull Central, the people like uh, uh, the Cognac Boys over on the Shy Bulls podcast, right? People like 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 those people who sit there and they and they cover and focus on one team. The national media doesn't have the time, the energy, and the effort to really focus and really know the ins and outs of one specific team. So they use these storylines. They talk about what they can. Um, they 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 pick a storyline coming into the season and then they almost never move off of that, no matter what happens. I don't give a damn about the national media, and I think. 
that's starting to become more of a commonplace. And I don't like to put myself up there with people like that. And, you know, we'll see. Like, like I, I wanted this channel, for example, to be an outlet for Bulls fans that's, that's done by an equal fan of this team that loves this team, that follows everything this team does in and out. And so, you know, yeah, the national media sucks. That's just what it boils down to. Now, as far as the last part of your voicemail, uh, Terry Taylor uh, being a big part for the Bulls, again, like I said, two-way player. Uh, before Terry Taylor can be a big part, we want to see Dalen Terry be a big part of this team. And we'll see. Them bringing in Terry Taylor when they did, though, I do think that there's an indication that he will be back on a two-way contract at least next season, and the Bulls may want to take a look at him. Hell, if Javante Green does leave and things like that, we could see Terry Taylor um, in the Bulls uh, lineup or, or in the actual team, not just a two-way contract. But like I said, before we want to see Terry Taylor, I want to see Dalen Terry first. I want to see him get consistent minutes. I don't care about a two-way player. I want our young rook that has a lot of that dog mentality that Pat Bev has. I want him to be on this roster, getting the minutes, being out there in transition with these players, things like that. That's what I want to see. I'm not worried about no Terry Taylor right now. I'm worried about Dalen Terry. We got the better Terry and Dalen Terry. That's my thought. But as far as Zach Levine being a selfish player, here's what I say. I disagree with that. I do think that he's a player that, that he wants to get players involved. If you look at it, Zach wants to get other people involved. And when he doesn't necessarily have the support system and players aren't hitting shots, he does try to do hero ball and save the team. And his bad basketball IQ gets highlighted in times like that. So I, I don't I don't take Levine as a selfish player to me personally. I've seen selfish players in my lifetime. Zach isn't that. I just think Zach tries to, he knows that, and he's been on this team for so long that didn't have much offense outside of him. I do think that Zach uh, just tries to put everything on his shoulders when he can, and he's not necessarily the player that's able to do that and make the smart decisions down the stretch. That's why this team was constructed in a way that was going to take the ball out of Zach Levine's hands in crunch time, still allow him to be effective, but not to take away that decision-making from him. And the addition of Pat Bev brings that back for this team. That's my opinion. You guys can let me know what you guys think down below. But that is it for today's episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and a voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See Red. It's game day which means I'll be here for our pregame, halftime hangout, and postgame shows. Love you guys. Go Bulls. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.